Hey friends, I'm Stacy, and this is Gorgeously Aging, the podcast. Some of you may know me from my YouTube channel, also called Gorgeously Aging. Just a little bit about me before we start the show. I'm an almost 52-year-old wife, mother of four, and grandma to three. I'm a master and medical esthetician with 30 years in the beauty industry as a salon and spa owner. I'm absolutely obsessed with continued education and share tons of DIY skincare and facial rejuvenation videos to help my subscribers not only look and feel their best as they age, but save tons of money. As you can probably imagine, this brings out the medical community trolls that like to attack and report people like me who empower men and women to safely embark on some very expensive facial rejuven treatments at home. The truth is, most are very safe and easy and cost just a tiny fraction of what they charge in a med spa. If that sparks your curiosity a little, head over to my website, gorgeouslyaging.com and see for yourself. You can also visit me on YouTube and all other socials at gorgeouslyaging is my handle. In today's show, I'm talking about mean girls, bullies, and where the online attacks are coming from. I'm spilling the tea, and I'm going to break it all down and share my opinions on the matter, and also some chaos that stirred up the whole DIY beauty community. And now on to the podcast. Mean girls, bullies, and online attacks. That's what we're talking about in today's show. Today's show is based on my opinion, reliable information from outside sources, and historical behavior. So where are these attacks coming from? Everybody wants to know. So I am going to bullet point where these attacks are coming from, but you guys, I am going to keep it classy. I also am not one to embarrass, bully, attack, or create drama. So I'm going to try to do this in the most classy and professional way possible, but still give you a ton of information. So the medical community absolutely hates the DIY community. Now, many women in the DIY space are passionate women who have taken on a lot of their own education, just educating themselves by the plethora of information they can find online. I think that is absolutely fantastic, and I believe anybody can learn anything. As somebody who's been in the aesthetics community owning spas my entire adult life, and I'll do a whole nother podcast on that so you guys can know my actual background, the businesses that I've started, several of them, the education I've had, advanced education, and facial rejuvenation education that I've taken on, I am a little bit different in the medical community, DIY community, because I fall somewhere in the middle, but many of the medical community professionals see the DIY community and immediately feel threatened. Their greed, ego, and absolute fury that anyone would believe they can educate enough to embark on their own skincare and facial rejuvenation journey, it just like infuriates them. It is a trigger. I understand their argument about controlled substances. That makes sense and it is a hot button topic. As someone who is trained, I do understand that botulinum toxins are a controlled substance. They do not want DIYers talking about it. They do not want DIYers letting the general community know where they can get their hands on this stuff and how they can do it for super cheap. I can appreciate that, but it still doesn't justify the attack. You don't see other trained and licensed professionals in other trades losing their absolute shit over 
those who are passionate learners and feel a sense of accomplishment through learning. The data shows there are more injuries and death from carpentry than there are from facial rejuvenation, whether it's in the hands of a medical professional or in a DIYer. You just don't see that. And the argument for disfiguration, this is a total bunch of baloney. People are not doing surgeries at home. They're doing microneedling, mesotherapy, Botox, maybe a little filler, and most people who are doing it, they're studying first, they're understanding it, and this stuff is really not that hard. Anybody can learn facial anatomy, anybody can learn about these products, and so the medical community losing their minds over that really kind of underscores the immaturity. Quite frankly, I would never want to be in the hands of a doctor or medical professional that has this kind of compulsion to hurt other people. Do no harm, friends, right? Isn't that something? Do no harm. There are a couple of doctors on YouTube that actually call out DIYers who've made harassing videos about other DIYers and who suggest to their subscribers to report content creators that do at-home skincare and facial rejuvenation. Whether it is something that has any violation to YouTube terms and service or not, they're still reporting. A simple microneedling video using a skin booster, which is not a controlled substance, they're reporting that kind of stuff. So it is like over the top. I don't know how these people actually sleep at night. Like they, they must justify this to themselves and justify how they're encouraging people to be bullies. I mean, I don't know if their parents are not and I don't know what their kids are like, but they're encouraging people to be bullies. It just makes no sense to me. I also think we have a big issue with competing vendors. So let me kind of break that down for you a little bit. As a content creator, I choose my vendors based simply on trust. Not only trust for the vendor relationship and business partnership, but trust in their products. Are they legitimate? Are they stored properly? Are they actually good products? Some products out there are packaged to look like a real product, but they're junk. They could be just watered down hyaluronic acid. So making sure that when I'm educating about a skin booster, that when somebody uses my code, they're actually getting a good quality skin booster. The other thing is customer service, the trust of customer service. Not every vendor offers that. I have started to do business with companies before that had to end the partnership because they don't communicate, their customer service is lacking. There's hidden fees that are disclosed about import taxes and import charges. The shipping time takes so long that you're actually aging in the process of awaiting to get your product and these are things that I don't want to be associated with. So when I choose a vendor and I don't use a lot of them, I make sure that the products are good, the shipping time is fast, the customer service is fantastic and I have good trust and communication with that vendor. You know just like in life and just like with content creators, there are some that really just want to push out product whether it's good or bad to make money and there are others that want to do good business, cultivate relationships and make sure that what they're providing is of good quality and safety. So I believe some of the smaller competing vendors actually attack content creators that have refused to work with them. So I have declined many partnership deals with smaller vendors. And I do believe that those vendors have an issue with that. And then they have a motivation to attack my channel. And I believe this happens with other content creators as well. So we've got the medical community coming after us for insecurity, greed, ego, and just you know, the absolute fury that anybody would dare do some skincare and facial rejuvenation, rejuvenation at home. And then we've got competing vendors that 
have an agenda, that have resentment towards creators who refuse the opportunity to work with them. So let's get into the tea, the stuff you guys really want to hear about, and that is content creators. Are we attacking each other? So before we get deep into this, I do want to say that I do not ever report content creators. I never have and I never will, with one exception. The only exception to that is back when Natural Chaos was terminated. I had one phone call with Kim from Natural Chaos to support her because I felt terrible for how hard she had worked to build her channel and it was all gone. I actually like cried for her privately, like cried that she had gone through all that work and lost her channel. And in that conversation with her, she told me that there was a channel that went up just to attack and bully her. It like made these short little videos, but it was making fun of her, poking fun at her big swimming pool and just made little clips of her to kind of embarrass her. And when we talked on the phone, she was crying about that. And I was like, you know, your kids shouldn't have to see that. And so I reported that channel for bullying and that channel was removed. Now, interestingly, I made that comment one other time and I don't know if she flipped it or if her subscribers misunderstood, but I have people still coming at me like, you reported natural chaos, you reported natural chaos. I never reported natural chaos. I reported a channel that was put up simply to bully her and make fun of her. And that channel was removed. That was the only time I reported a channel. I reported it one time and and within a week or so after that report went down, I'm assuming many other people reported it as well, which they should have because it was an absolute attack against Kim and it was just wrong. So I do believe that there are content creators within the DIY aesthetics community that report each other. And I'm not gonna be a part of the problem. I always wanna be a part of the solution. So there are content creators that do report other channels. I mean, we would be foolish not to believe that. Not everybody is going to take the high road. There are people when they lose their channel or have problems, they're gonna take it out on the whole community. They're gonna report other channels and we've seen this happen. I'm only gonna speak of what we know and what has been demonstrated publicly. I'm not gonna gossip, speak poorly of anybody or say anything that may be considered defamation. I mean, you have to think about the legal ramifications of anything that you say publicly, whether it be a podcast or on a YouTube channel. But what we know for fact is that when Natural Chaos went down, Kim understandably took it really bad. It was a humongous loss and I get that. I've lost two channels that I've worked very hard on, but you have to take a deep breath and think about how you're going to move forward. And unfortunately, at that point, Kim decided to publicly call out other content creators, write blog posts calling out other content creators saying if she couldn't have her channel, nobody should have a channel. And so this is a behavior that we all witness that anybody who's following that situation witness that is documented that can be proven and was seen when you call out other content creators and say if I can't have my channel these people shouldn't have their channel either it calls into question other behavior that's happening behind the scene so this is just my opinion I do believe there are people in the space just like in life that truly want to connect with their communities that truly want to educate that take a lot of pride in people saying you really helped me you know I'm on a limited budget I'm a single mom um, you know, I, I want to feel confident. I want to feel beautiful. And I just can't pay thousands of dollars. And for me, that's the greatest reward. And there's other people that the greatest reward is clout, how many subscribers they have, and most importantly, how much money they're making. There are people in the community that they want to push codes, push sales, and they will tell you anything and skip over the safety ramifications just to get you to buy that product and use that code. So I'm just being completely honest here. By and large, there are a lot of creators in the beauty space, in 
in the medical community, in the aesthetics community, in the DIY community that are fantastic, wonderful, beautiful people and that do want to set an example not only for their online communities but for their families. As the mother of two daughters, I think it's important my kids watch what I'm doing and so I feel like I don't want to emulate any kind of behavior that they may end up, you know, copying. You know, that kids kids learn what they live and even though they're young adults now, they're still watching me for my example. My frustration over my channels being attacked will always push me toward positive change, not to hurt people. And I'll always try to take a deep breath and regroup myself behind the scenes and not bring that to the public. Because, you know, I definitely don't want to be one of those people that has an absolute tantrum or meltdown online. So I know that you all want me to call out specific creators. And I do have some information that points in the direction of a few content creators that are behind the scenes bullying and attacking channels. The truth is it's never been in my character to gossip or name names. I've never said a bad word about any other content creator. And I tell my mods all the time, like never speak ill of anybody, keep our communities positive, don't get involved in the drama. Anything that you say, anything that you type, can be used against you and this is something that even if I have an opinion about somebody I generally don't speak of it not even to my mods who I trust because if I have a, an opinion about somebody that's a little negative or an uneasy feeling about somebody's behavior I usually kind of keep it to myself I do however vent to my husband so he knows all the tea he knows what's happening he knows the shady crap that's going on in the DIY community and I've shown him some emails that I get from people that are inside other content creators communities and, and quite honestly I I don't really even want those emails like I don't want the yuck I'm not inside any creators groups I don't have any moles in people's groups like I just want to focus on my own work I don't want to know what everybody else is doing I don't have time for it but sometimes people because they are kind and good will send me emails saying this creator is bad talking you or this creator or I have a strong feeling this creator is reporting you and having other people in their communities report you there's really nothing I can do about those things except for stay positive keep putting out quality content continue my education and adjust every time I'm atta attacked learn from it grow from it, get better from it. And that's the thing I think we can take away from the stuff that's going on. And I know other areas of YouTube, you know, the, the true crime space and other spaces in YouTube, there's drama, there's reporting, there's channels that get removed. It's just an ugly, nasty mess. Honestly, I would have never, never imagined. There's so much abuse within the YouTube community and sub communities in terms of how not only content creators treat each other, but affiliate partners treat, treat content creators that aren't working with them. YouTube really isn't set up to discourage bullying. In fact, it rewards bullying. And this is a big issue. You know, I can't change YouTube and all I can do is change myself. I can pivot. I can get better. I can get stronger. I can try to adjust and learn from the situation. So to end this podcast, no matter where you are in your life or in your career, one thing I'm going to say is that years ago, I made a very specific decision to not be involved in drama or toxicity or negativity and to solve my problems by being a part of the solution, not part of the problem. And even though it is human nature when you get attacked that you want to fight back, there are ways to fight a battle that are far more productive than hurting other people. I truly do believe that those that are focused more on a community and helping other people and less focus on pushing discount codes and making money, those are the people that grow really long lasting communities and really good relationships. And at the end of the day, 
what I want in my life is good community, good relationships, and feeling good about the work that I do. Now, I am far from perfect, and my learning journey will always continue forever and ever. It's something that's important to me, continuing to grow, learn, and get better as a human, as a mother, as a woman, as a wife, and as a content creator. These are all things that are important to me, and I will never get to where I want to be by hurting somebody else. And I believe that's also true of other content creators. They'll never get to where they truly wanna be by hurting other people. I believe the same is true for vendors. Vendors that think they're gonna get ahead by being bitter and jaded because certain content creators won't work with them. Those, those vendors aren't gonna succeed. They're just not gonna succeed. They're not above board. They're not good companies. And I think we'll see them fizzle out eventually. As far as the medical community, it's always been said that doctors have a God complex and I have no problem with doctors. I actually have a few friends that are doctors that are absolutely amazing people, people that I can actually call if I have questions that support what I'm doing, that understand what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. In fact, my daughter is a neuroscience student on a pre-med path and she supports what I'm doing. The problem is the unjustified concern that this somehow is going to affect their bottom line. The truth is those who can afford med spa treatments are going to continue to get med spa treatments. The people who are doing microneedling, mesotherapy, threads, and even a little Botox at home, anyone can learn anything and there is nothing wrong with it. There is nothing illegal about doing your own facial rejuvenation treatments at home. I have to think that some of those doctors maybe are painting their own houses or doing their own landscape or building a shed in their backyard, or doing a number of things that there are people out there, electricians, carpenters, landscapers, painters, that have licenses and insurances that they should be paying to do, but they do it because they enjoy it. They enjoy the feeling of satisfaction they get from doing that themselves, from the learning process, from getting better at doing it. And I know what they're gonna say, but that's not dangerous. The truth is, if you look at the data, there are more injuries from any of those things than from people doing some facial rejuvenation at home. There is more risk for harm and death from skiing or riding your bike or even crossing the street than there is from doing facial rejuvenation at home. So if you have the money, go spend it at a med spa. But if you wanna keep thousands and thousands of dollars in your pocket, it is not only safe and easy, but it feels so good in a sense of accomplishment when you take the time to learn facial anatomy and how to do some of these treatments and quite honestly, sometimes better than the treatments that you've gotten at a med spa. That's a whole other podcast, but I've learned to really know my face, really know my anatomy and do a much better job than any Botox or treatment that I've paid big money for. If you'd like to comment on today's podcast, head over to Gorgeously Aging on YouTube, find one of my videos and comment in that video and just let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any opinions and you can certainly find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. You can find me on all the socials, just search Gorgeously Aging and you'll find me there. Thanks for listening to me ramble on about this hot button topic that has been going on for years and years. Nobody should work so hard to put out thoughtful, educated content with a background like I have and be, be constantly attacked and bullied. As an adult and as somebody in the workplace who is doing this as a career, I told my husband, imagine if you were standing at your desk and every single day people came up to you and kicked you in the nuts or told you you were ugly or told you your eyes were weird or told you that you're fat or whatever. Just imagine if you had to work in those conditions every day and that abuse and then your employer just comes over and knocks your desk over and says, get out of here for
for no really good valid reason doesn't even explain why that's kind of what's like doing a job on youtube you know your youtube channel can get taken away from you and they don't even have to explain you know, really give you a good reason so that's a whole other podcast that we could talk about just the bullying culture within youtube and how that's rewarded but but i like to focus my attention on what i can actually change and i know that that issue is not going to be something within my power to change so i will focus my attention on improving my education myself my content and connecting with my community helping them reach their goals and tuning out all the rest because the rest is just background noise it's toxic and it's not something that is productive or will help me reach my goals if you have been a friend and subscriber of mine in any of my social platform spaces, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. This last year has been the worst year of my life, losing my son Drew, and that's a podcast coming up talking about his addiction struggle and what it's like to lose a child and how to handle that intense grief. Through this past year, so many of you have been so kind, loving, supportive, and checked on me periodically, and I cannot tell you how much that has meant to me in the darkest time of my life. During this dark time I'm also dealing with these constant attacks with my career with my job doing YouTube it's hard it's it's really really hard to navigate that so I feel for everybody in the YouTube space and in the aesthetics and DIY aesthetics community that has to deal with constant attacks constant bullying and then the trolls that come in and criticize you for everything for your appearance for the way you talk for the way your eyes look for any number of things and it is something that you choose as a content creator you go into it knowing that you're opening yourself up for those kinds of attacks but it's difficult and so it does take a strong person and there are times where you're not necessarily able to cope with the nastiness and it's in those times that all of you have been so incredible and have really lifted me up I don't even think I can express to you how much your support has meant to me like everything so before I say goodbye I do want to encourage you all to be kind online to treat everybody you come across with kindness and treat them in a way that you would want to be treated I'm also going to encourage you to be good to yourself because self-love and self-care is really the root of happiness within a family, within just in your life in general. But that's something we all lack sometimes, just self-love and self-care. So be good to yourself and be good to other content creators, even the ones that you suspect are mean girls or who are maybe perpetuating some of these attacks. I in no way want to have my community involved in that. And so I'm going to encourage anybody who enjoys my content to just be kind, stay above board, be a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to see some of my DIY content, head over to gorgeouslyaging.com and you can find me on YouTube and all other socials. Just search Gorgeously Aging and you'll find me there. Don't forget to rate this podcast. I know it's not perfect, but it is from the heart. Talk to you guys next time.